Hello everyone, welcome back to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm joined by my friend and co-host Mabel and fiance and co-host Agu. Welcome. <laughs> I never know what to do right after that part. Welcome also, everyone. You said Ashley. Like does that is that how you pronounce it? Oh, did name? I? Ashley. <laughs> if I'm speaking Spanish, yes, and it sounds ridiculous. Ashley. Me amo Ashley. Ugh, no. <laughs> It's not a good Spanish. Anyways, um, welcome. <laughs> we are, if this is your first time and joining us. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, we're a podcast covering reality shows on love and relationships, currently covering Married at First Sight season 12. So today we're going to talk about episode six, Defending Your Wife. That title really sums up a lot of what we saw. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's let's get into it. So we have a, a lot of big topics to get into, but I really would like to start first with Jacob and Haley because, you know, they're not getting as much screen time as other couples. So, like, they deserve some love, too. No one is. <laughs> exactly. Um, so they have kind of had a rocky start. It feels like the chemistry really isn't working so far. Haley said things like something's missing for her. It seems like a like a lot too fast, too soon. Um, and they've just had a, a couple of bumps. So first of all, like what were your impressions of them like from the episode and how it feels like they're doing? Jacob and Haley are not staying together, that's for sure. Like that's that's a <laughs> done deal. It? I'm writing that off right now. I feel like I wanted to earlier, but like we've had the episode we did with Gabriella, like she was really rooting for them and I was mm -hmm. like, All right. I will hang in there for you, but no, that's not happening. It's just, it's not. They're doomed. Yeah, I think so. In the beginning, my concern was that he, uh, Jacob, wasn't going to be the best communicator in the world and was going to be a little bit more reserved and wait for her to to do a lot of the heavy lifting. And it's actually turned out to be a little bit the opposite i don't know if you if you guys feel mm -hmm. the same but um he like their conversation he i think he did a really good job of explaining like okay this is what happened i haven't really uh had any communication from you since then like how how can we fix this and from her side i i think i get she was trying to say she needs a little bit more time to uh adjust and i understand that um but i think just that it's probably going to be their downfall in general um mm. but yeah that's that's my impression of them uh what do you think yeah. Mabel? yeah i'm also getting that impression like they're just taking it from two different angles and neither angle is necessarily wrong you know jacob as he said it went in as a marriage this is i'm giving my all and Haley's like taking it slow still deciding kind of feeling it out but i think that they're not really okay with the other person's approach you know what i mean like jacob needs a little more security to have the you know confirmation that she likes him Haley maybe wants to feel a little more like she might miss him or she yearns for him a little more and a little more of that want and kind of like chase a little bit before she decides to commit and they're clashing right now because they don't like that the person's not meeting them where they want to be and it, was, it just kind of feels like they're slowly 
starting to get just like about to be like an argument. You know, those like few seconds where you're like, all right, I can still be calm, but if you keep pushing me, I will blow up. Like, <laughs> it's got, it feels like that right now. This it's is like, a try me situation. <laughs> right, right. What about you, Ashley? Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of get the feeling that Haley regrets this whole thing. Every oh. time she has talked about, described herself and talked about like why she wants to, you know, be married and everything. Looking, thinking about that now, I'm like, oh, you're really maybe not the ideal person for this. Or you have to at least reset your expectations that like, there's going to be some awkward parts. There's going to be some growing pains. You're going to have to be open-minded. Like we talk about this every single season. Like anyone who can go into this with complete openness and honesty about how they're feeling and the ability to kind of go with roll with the punches kind of a thing, they go a lot further than the people who yeah. are just like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. And then they just like all of their walls shoot up and they're just, they're just like inaccessible (laughs) and it feels like it feels like she's kind of trapping herself in that way and Mm -hmm. I like it's going to be that self-fulfilled prophecy which again we talk about every single season where she's just like I don't know something feels missing it's not right like it it felt like she's saying this was a mistake and I yeah well because yeah that's that's a very real thing to say (laughs) you can't back out from that Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely don't have very high hopes for them. But what about them yeah. sleeping together? Though? I think the way she, I think she was being very honest, where she basically said she wasn't sure, but she wanted to to see if that would make this like make her feel closer, make the the relationship make sense to her. This feels and familiar. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what, that. <laughs> what Chris said, right? But but everybody hates Chris, Never the you, best know? Way. you know? I'm not, I'm not going to defend Chris, America. Don't worry. Oh, I'm, Calm okay, down, I'll America. <laughs> and our 24 <laughs> listeners in Spain. Ashley. <laughs> um, but I... So I think that, and then she also mentioned that like they were drinking heavily. So it, it makes me think that that's what the intention was of like, all right, I'm not really feeling this. Let's try this. We are married. And then, you know, they did that. And then she's like, oh, yeah, no, this this isn't for me. Oh, no. Dang. Like, oh, you know, no. not necessarily that it's bad, but sometimes uh, that could be confirmation that you're not into the person that way. So um so yeah i i think i think the best thing for her to do would to be to try to cut it now i feel like i say this every season but that's not going to happen and then she's gonna it's (laughs) gonna be a string jacob along thing um so i have more thoughts but i'll let ashley what do you what do you think about Mm. yeah i don't know I guess I don't know where I stand on the whole idea of like, you know, you're with your new spouse and you try to see if like, can, you know, kindling up whatever a physical relationship will help kind of start that chemistry for like your emotional relationship to start. I don't know. Maybe that's just not ever been my experience, but I 
feel like there has to be some emotional connection for that to like really, you know, work compatibility wise when it comes to physical stuff. Um, so I, I just feel like that's only going to be a confirmation bias of just like, mm-hmm. well, I tried to do this and I, that didn't work. And so what are we doing here? You know, kind of a thing. I think she kind of has this, this overall feeling of just like, I don't, I'm not comfortable. This isn't working yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, it seems like, so, I mean, there are partners who end up together that, you know, had like one night stands, right? They obviously didn't know each other and then they like they turn out. But the difference here is that there's this massive expectation of marriage. And it's almost like, oh, if I have sex with the person, I'm going to like them. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're trying to make that be the case, be like, oh, like it's if this is going to convince me. Like, that's definitely not going to work. <laughs> then. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I kind of, like, was surprised the way she was describing it because it felt like she made it, she made it sound like it's a guy she picked up at the bar. And she was like, hey, why not? You know, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, gosh, this is your husband and you're on your honeymoon. And yeah. yeah. I mean, another thing that came up with them, though, is that <laughs> later Haley said that she wanted to do go out for a girl's night. He's like, all yeah. right, cool. And later he goes down to the lobby or something and basically sees literally everyone hanging out without him. Like every high schooler's worst nightmare. And they like <laughs> saw him and ran around the corner or something. Like I, <laughs> I, and that makes me feel like she's, she's really not on board with the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really messed up thing to do yeah. to anyone. And like, I just, that blew my mind. I was like, Haley, like, do better. What do you, you couldn't even be conspicuous about it. You're in the lobby. Like, you don't think he's going to come up on you and no one's yeah. going to see you. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it kind of gave me the impression that, so the first thing I thought of was they were going to do some group activity and then she just didn't tell him about it. And she's like, oh no, it's just a girl's thing. I'm going to go catch up with all of them, but it's really like a group activity. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Hey y'all, I'll catch up with you later. Go ahead, of, um, go ahead of me, and then she just like ditched him. I don't know. It's it's just that was pretty mean. To, mm-hmm. you, like you yes. can't even stand to be around your partner anymore. It's just you're so sick of him, and you're just like and not being able to just say like I need a minute or like I yeah, need exactly. some time alone. Yeah. Like this, this isn't. Like, it's a totally normal thing if you are not used to being around someone all the time to need some alone time built yeah. into that. That's fine. Yeah. But you have to bring it up and you don't have to hide it. Like, yeah, it's like, say, it's like, like having to go to the bathroom and trying to make up all these excuses and like, um, I have to take a call or something. And you're just like peeing. And it's like, it's not a big deal. That's going to happen. <laughs> like, stop right. freaking out. Right. You're making it weirder. <laughs> Exactly. And she's, like, been single for how many years now? Like, it's totally okay to not be used to being in someone's life like this just yet. Mm -hmm. So just... You just gotta talk. I'm glad... Okay, I'm very happy you said that. I remembered what I was trying to say (laughs) before I forgot. So I think Haley is reminding me a lot of Deanna and Greg, where Mm -hmm. Deanna was also single for quite a long time before this experiment and 
the only difference I'm seeing so far, and it is early, is Greg constantly like he that didn't stop him. He was still putting himself out there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so much like I remember that season. I was like, oh, I don't think I would continue. Like he's he's trying so hard. At what point do you just stop and say, you know, if it's not good for you, that's fine. Like this isn't a I don't need to force you into this. And I think Jacob is a little bit more like, I guess, like me or like most people would handle that situation where if you're getting rejected, micro rejected constantly at a certain point, you just go, well, then forget you then. And like Greg, Greg Diana, like, I mean, by like episode seven, he was still like trying, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm sure that there it was a different dynamic. I'm sure it wasn't exactly the same, but I do, I think that's, like, I could see if he continued and was still trying, was still being very sweet, um, was just being nonstop sweet. And it, like, I could see her opening up because I do think it's a timing thing. Like, I don't think she, my initial thought was she didn't like him because there wasn't like there wasn't a physical attraction there i'm starting to think there's less of that and i think it's just she's been single for seven years or however Mm -hmm. long Mm -hmm. she just needs time to adjust to being next to someone i mean just living that long alone it's just it's it's a big adjustment to go from that Mm -hmm. to having someone around you and he's a quirky person and that's fine but it's even more of an adjustment right so I think weirdly like you said like yes she's not prepared for this but a lot of the couples that we've seen some of which have been successful mm-hmm. aren't but if yeah. one of the the people in the relationship is willing to constantly put themselves out there constantly even though they get rejected even though they get pushed back they still try to be there and try to be open and 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 loving and whatnot so and i think he's looking at this from his programmer computer science point of view like okay here's the problem how do we fix it and how do we iterate and like it's like that's Mm -hmm. that's not the situation here like she Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to constantly try and then get rejected like that's what this is gonna turn into and if you're not okay with that it's mm-hmm. probably not going to work out, you know? Yeah. So. But at the same time, though, I think that his approach being very, like, uh, logical and, you know, if this happens, then this, th- that actually helps a lot in his communication when there is an issue. Like, I agree sure. that there's limits to how far that carries him, but, um, you know, he has sort of the approach in these really, like, touchy conversations that... Uh, least i personally strive for when like there's something i'm really upset about but need to talk about like the more level that you can stay the more like kind of in control of your emotions like not raising your voice like speaking just like i'm speaking now but talking about really hard stuff that's Mm -hmm. the place where you can actually get information across the table and it's not um attached to so much emotion and i think that at least creates a little bit more of a level playing field where 
if she were to like scream at him, I feel like he would still keep that level approach and you're just not going to keep screaming at someone who's talking to you evenly (laughs) like it diffuses the situation constantly because it brings it back to this like baseline and so i feel like that part of it it, of his communication is really good but i agree i think I, i i don't know if he's that person that can just be like okay i understand that there is this problem there is this need of mine that isn't being met that she's not receptive to whatever I'm trying to do, however I'm trying to connect with her. And I'm going to keep, I'm going to respect her boundaries. I'm not going to, you know, be a weirdo, but like, I will keep trying and be available. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure he's that person. And I think his patience will run out after like that continuing to be an issue after he's raised it up because that's that black and white thinking of like, well, I said this was a problem. They didn't do anything about it. Therefore. And then when you get, you can't think that way. (laughs) You just can't like you're, you're going to be done in like yeah. a matter of weeks. Yeah. And it, I mean, even the previews kind of showed that, right? Yeah. There's this argument that it looks like they're in the apartment and he keeps saying, it's not going to work out if we keep doing this. This isn't going to work out. We're doomed. We're, you know, but he keeps using some sort of like equation way to say it. Like, this you is know, not the... like on a trajectory or something like that. Something yes. According to my calculations. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they just both need to get out of their heads a little bit and also like just reset expectations of what does success look like. And that Mm -hmm. that definition can be changing day to day. Like it could be today the expectations are that we're going to just spend, you know, a couple hours making dinner together and hanging out. And the rest of the day we're going to do our own thing. And then tomorrow maybe it's that and we're going to have a glass of wine and talk for a little while or we're going to go for a walk and hold hands and that's it and just go from there like just ease into it get used to each other get used to being around this person actually get to know them like maybe take sex off the table if that's causing problems or it's not it doesn't feel natural fine take it off but like put in the effort to actually understand who this person is so you can make an informed decision you know it's Mm -hmm. just uh, yeah. It's just, it's really frustrating to see everyone, like, be so flighty in the beginning, you know, because it's like, it's understandable, but it's also like, yeah. you signed up for this, so <laughs> let's give it a yeah. fair shot. Yeah. Well, and it kind of, like, some of the couples, I, mean, I guess, like, both ends are saying, like, it's doomed to fail right now, right? It's a week. And some of the couples <laughs> are like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Again, it's a week. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Your, it's yeah. your honeymoon week. Yeah, you're next to... Right, of all things. You're next to... Mm-hmm. I was going to say beautiful views. Is that a thing in Vegas? Vegas views are just meh, right? <laughs> Casinos. Casino views. A lot of fountains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got mountains. I, mm-hmm. I wonder if... So, like, the more we watch this, the more I start to realize... Like, I think this is a saying where they, like, say fighters make fights, not match styles make fights that's it not matchups so i think basically being like you see two different people and you're like oh this guy is bigger and has a larger um um um, i'm gonna sound very unofficial but like has longer arms (laughs) so he can swing farther and it's like look at the arms on that man so long 
I just view like disproportionate, like <laughs> all the way to the floor, like a gorilla. I mean, there's some basketball players who got some like seven foot wingspans, and they're like six five. It's like or something crazy like that. Like seriously, it's it's their, weird. Their arms are longer mean, than though, they are tall. Like, or like there's some soccer players who have like significantly larger butts, which like weirdly <laughs> helps them have a lower cent- center of gravity, which helps them in their soccer. I. If I'm anyone watches soccer, Hazard, 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 I think his name, he's a Belgian player. Oh Large butt, great soccer player because of it. Um, sounds weird saying it, but yeah. Okay. It's okay, keep going. We're enjoying this. Um, but I we're think... We're married at first sight, right? <laughs> what are we talking about? Cut to like right. everyone listening to this, like, why is he still on this thing? Get this guy out of here. But I think... Um, like she it's easy and she's definitely messed up with the whole mean girls thing of i'm not going to tell you that Mm. i'm hanging out with her but i think it's overall she's not wrong and there is like if she was matched with a different person that person would be the greg to her diana where that person would constantly buy her flowers and take you know, do write her poetic poems and stuff. Just be like overly romantic, overly romantic, so that to prove that that person's still into her. And then she'll push him away, but then he continues. And on Jacob's side, I think there's some people that he would be matched with where he could be like this. And like you said, he's he's a great he's a great communicator. I, I really, I'm starting to warm up to like just his way of viewing things. And I think certain people would find that very attractive. It's just them together is the problem. And like, I get how, like, there's no way the judges could have anticipated this. It's one of those the judges, experts, the experts could have anticipated this. <laughs> um, so even though it's a, a go, probably going to be a fail, I think it's just a personality thing that's not gonna line up and listeners and people who are watching this please have like i think don't like i don't think she's the bad person in this i think she's just a different perspective like i've already seen some comments Mm -hmm. like talking about some really mean things with her and it's like this is a lot this is a lot like you just met this person four days ago Mm -hmm. now you like you said there's this expectation of stuff you've been single for seven years like that's a lot you know i haven't been single for seven years but i imagine i would view things very differently you know it's just so uh Mm -hmm. have mercy on them listeners (laughs) hopefully yeah um yeah that's that's all that's all i got on them do you guys am i the only one do you guys think they're staying together potentially could make it work or no i'm seeing Mm-mm. a lot of nodding <laughs> I, no <nos. laughs> i don't i don't see it i was hopeful no. in the start with them no. but yeah. it doesn't seem like their trajectory as jacob would say <laughs> uh <Trajectory. laughs> will work out doom yeah yeah all right i agree well I agree. let's hop over to brianna and vincent there yeah. was some conversation around this word that just keeps coming up that came up a thousand times in mm. their marriage ceremony Bossy. that Brianna is brought is 
Brossy? Nope. Brossy. <laughs> Bra- Brossy. <laughs> I was saying Brianna well, no, and then, like, yeah. That Brianna is bossy. And mm-hmm. this is a, a, you know, word that is used to describe her quite a lot by a lot of people who know her. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, there's, of course, they do the, like, super clip montage of all the times that she's ever, like, asked him to do anything or, like, shared her opinion. And, you know, that that story could be easy to tell, I think, for anyone. But um, how do you think they're handling that? And how do you think Vincent is perceiving that? Um, I mean, they definitely talked about it, it seems like. That pillow talk where we didn't get to hear any of it. We just saw Brianna turn the light off after saying, I was in room with you today. Like, all of that was probably that conversation about... Yeah. Someone's, like, Brianna's being a little bossy, Vincent doesn't want to be rushed, like, where he annoyed, like, whatever it was. Um, But at least they're talking about it. That was pretty cool to see. Hey, we're going to be upfront and honest. Um, I I would like to see a little more, though, of how upfront both persons, both, um, like, are being. Um, I don't know. Something kind of tells me that there's more to that story though because it just seems when we hear them talking maybe it's just like for the cameras like they don't want the public in their business like that mm-hmm. but it seems to be I don't know I don't know it just like a little bit like hey like I gotta acknowledge a little bit kind of thing but like I don't want to acknowledge it fully it's, that's kind of where you where think they're like holding stuff back about it yeah because like they the reason I say is because when they talked about the little argument that so you call it when they got a little upset about each other, mm-hmm. it was almost like oh my gosh like we had a little argument like this is such a bad thing like, <laughs> oh I don't I don't want to like dance around the subject and not say that it was a really bad thing but like hey you're a married couple so what if you argue I guarantee you this will not be the last one <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah maybe yeah. it's just more scary because it's the first. Because it's like, oh no, like you overthink it. It's like, we're already butting heads and it's only been however many days. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta get good at arguing, you know, get good at discussing hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so I think they're still, I don't think this is a big enough thing that they won't stay together. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping for the show's sake because if, if, like, they're the only one that I see staying together. So. If they don't, they're going to be zero for five. That's painful. Wait, I don't think they've the ever only had one? a season. Mm-hmm. The only, you don't think, yeah. You don't think anyone else is staying together? Not even Eric and Virginia? They we'll get to them later. Okay. I could see them. No, you're right. Like, I could see them, like, yeah, like having drunk, drunk fights in many bars <laughs> across the country. Um, yeah, I. Well, okay, they're the surest thing that they have here this season. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do think... So, like you said, we're trying to, like, read between the lines. And I think they themselves, like, I think he doesn't really... He's trying to articulate why he finds this um, problematic. And then she's, like, she's taking this in differently. So, like, it could be editing. But what he said and what she took from that... Mm-hmm. were two different things mm-hmm. and um i know that you know, obviously this happens but 
it just it seemed like he was more like hey like what i was getting from him was you're like like don't t- like don't tell me how to brush my teeth and floss like i can like you know like small things like that let me live let me live my life and then she heard you want me to be submissive and like you know be a completely different person and and um so i i I, i'm hoping that this doesn't turn into i hope they address it and um it's fine for them overall uh but from the guy's perspective i do think and this could be editing but it's just annoying like i don't know if i would say like break up with her or anything like that but like really you're gonna tell him how to brush his teeth like it's just little (laughs) things like that like if your brother or sister was like that you'd be like shut up leave me alone like (laughs) like i just it feels like no one has like told her hey back off like (laughs) let me live my like let me do my thing yeah um and like how you get dressed and get ready to go to things like that is a big people are very different with that and and he seems to be a little bit more slower on that i know ashley and i've had sort of kind of similar conversations but like i think we've gotten to the point where it's like as long as it gets done like we're not gonna comment on the the way the other person's doing it and i think they just haven't gotten there yet like she Mm. feels like oh if you're not doing it this way it's not gonna get done it's like Mm -hmm. you know like he's a grown person he has his own business like he's accomplished stuff he's fine he's not a child this is personal (laughs) for you and me i don't think so i don't think so no you're talking about he's got a business he's a grown-ass man he can but he does yeah no i i'm just the more we're talking about this the more i'm just like oh my god i'm brianna (laughs) (laughs) and doing a little close to home i can tell you that I can I legitimately wasn't throwing out. Oh, anything. I know. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> starting to see it now that we're like focusing on it. it I'm not throwing okay. any shots here. I just think, I think I understand where Brianna's coming from, and I can understand like that line of thinking, where again the very black and white thing of like not really realizing that your way is just one way and there is no best way. And so from little things to big things, the way that she likes to be more on time and like Vincent doesn't like to be rushed. Like that's us. That is a goo and I like I am (laughs) anal about being on time. And it's just like that's my family culture, whatever. And that's like been a thing that we've honestly worked through a lot. And a lot of it has been me just accepting that. I can't make a goo do anything he doesn't want to do, <laughs> nor should I, but like, <laughs> like I'm not, yeah, it, it's just a thing of meeting the other person where they are and deciding yeah. on like what's really important. And like, for me, like I could see, like she's just kind of in that habit and in that mode and yeah. she doesn't, they're, they're still so new. She doesn't realize that it's like off-putting. She doesn't realize how she's coming across and I think if she were just to like reflect on that a little bit and be like, what would it feel like if I were in the bathroom and he was just like, are you going to floss? Like, how often do you floss? Do you brush your teeth a lot? Like, a, like that you would be like, well, 
why are you saying these things to me? Do you, do you think I'm not going to take care of my mouth? Like, what like, What are you worried about here? Like, you want to yeah. see my dental records? Like, what What are we trying to do? Um, just get really petty with it and just, like, pull out dental records and be like, all right, here's my x-rays. Let's see your teeth. Oh. Oh, you got a cavity, huh? Let's see those molars, huh? Um, but it kind of gets into a territory of what she brought up herself was, I don't want to... Uh, people to feel like I'm being disrespectful to them mm. and I I think that's where it gets really tricky because I think Vincent feels like he's being controlled when there's no need for her to be involved in those things like that energy can be redirected into much more productive and great areas um, so I think it's just like they just need to kind of settle into it and I think I think for her and this is just me also talking about my own experience is you have to learn to t not take things personally that like something can make you feel some type of way it doesn't mean that the person did the thing in order to make you feel that way <laughs> mm -hmm. like they're not doing it because yeah. they're like trying to take advantage of you or because whatever it's just they're completely in a different lane looking at it from a different angle and that's fine and that can just be what it is <laughs> so mm -hmm. I and it, like she definitely has talked about a couple of times now like I know I'm bossy I've you know been told my family in the ceremony but like in general she just knows that and I think sometimes she doesn't realize when she's doing it so like something as little as hey you're gonna pick that soap off the ground right like I don't think mm -hmm. she realizes like the little comments still can be annoying when there's like 50 of them you know yeah and so she's just like I don't and like in her mind she like you mentioned she's just like doing what she normally does it's just a small little comment what's the harm in a small little comment no big deal you know she's not like wagging her finger and yelling at him to you know get in line it's just she's just communicating mm -hmm. and so i think like for her it's gonna take a little more of a like a pause be like oh i get it like this is what it looks like you know what i mean mm -hmm. to come off that way so. mm -hmm. and it also yeah. becomes a filter of and this is again for me is this important? Is this worth it? If, you know, there's, you know, one thing sitting out and then I put it away because I like things to be tidy. Is that, is that worth it to bring up? Absolutely not. <laughs> like I'm, I'm planning on being with that guy until I'm old and gray and just a little lump of a person. And so like putting away a water bottle one time. That's a lot of me. shrinking going on. Like, <laughs> like how short are I'm a we tall talking? person too. Like I'm going to get Going off of my grandma, who is 90, she is, like, pretty much half my height at this point. But she, she wasn't just keeps tall drinking. to begin She wasn't, like, super tall to begin with. She was never with, tall? Right? No. No. But she just kept going. Just shrinking no. down. She just, like, kept shrinking. Yeah, my, I can hold her in the palm of my hand. It's amazing. My grandma's <laughs> shrinking, too. I th it's a weird... I think... I forget what it's called. Like, you, your bones are, like, fracturing or something, mm. and you, you get shorter. Yeah. Um, Sounds painful. It does sound painful, right? <laughs> um, but I guess to use, I guess we're going, we're using ourselves here as a, I didn't realize how you're right. It is sort of echoing stuff that we've gone through, I think. Yeah, but like early in our relationship, this was the kind of stuff we talked about a lot. And like, yeah, for sure. Caused Definitely. a lot of conflict. And now a lot of those things aren't issues anymore because we approach it differently. Yes, I, th I think using ourselves as uh, our situation. I think in the beginning, like I said, it was a lot of conflict. Um, I do think 
if you know you're dealing with someone who comes at things differently, like a lot of the times when we would have conversations about this, um, like I was constantly making it clear that I wasn't attacking you or anything like this was just like this wasn't something that was a bigger issue like this was just that moment yeah yeah and it I wasn't think personal. it wasn't personal and I think he's going to have to do that a little bit more yeah. of like hey this isn't personal I just like I love you I love everything I I, well, I guess he doesn't say that yet but like I, I really like what we're going what we have here this is a great relationship I just don't like it when you tell me to to floss like I have my own way of floss. like you have to like make it super clear that yeah. you're not this isn't a because naturally the other person is going to feel like you're dropping a hint and it's not like like they're gonna think that this is a bigger issue and you just don't want to say that and I think for us that was a big a big reason why it didn't turn into a bigger issue of like me you and me constantly being like okay hey like we're fine. I we're, this is great. I just like the fact that you're super stressed about this, and we're still five minutes early. Like it's like you know stuff like that. <laughs> it's like just being able to yeah make it clear that's not a larger issue. Um, all that said, I do think on her side, the fact like, and I do this too. Like I know my issues, and I will joke around about them mm. that doesn't mean that you don't have an issue so like you and all your friends and family saying oh you're bossy that's just the way she is <laughs> like that's something you can fix that's something you can work on you know like i have my things where i'm like oh that's just the way i am but like no i can fix those things i can address those yeah. things i am conscious and have the ability to do so so why not try to change it and the it's just the, my bossy thing like that's a that no one wants that like workers co-workers family like like naturally people will just push you away if you're like that you know like he's not going to do that because he's married to you but like some friends some co-workers will be like oh i'm just not gonna do a meeting with that person you know i'm just gonna try to avoid that person so i think it could bite her in different ways um but all that being said, I think they like each other a lot. I think the attraction is there. I think they agree on so much that that's not going to be enough to, to stop them. But mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm yeah. curious, Mabel, with the bossy word and it being about a woman, have, did, you, did that come up for you at all, of like that being a descriptor of her that's so negative? Um, yes and no. I do think maybe it's a little more oh, like heightened awareness around it to point it out. Um, but I also don't think that it's like completely misplaced either. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I get she is probably going to be a little more um, susceptible to being called a bossy because she's a minority woman. But there are like especially when like the even like the little clips are showing us there are moments where i'm like like you really are bossy <laughs> like, yeah. like um and i'm also 
not like completely surprised either because I come from a family of very bossy women and it, it's it's not a surprise to me to be like oh in the relationship like who's the bossy one I got it like you know so <laughs> to like see this so I, I definitely did wonder that for a little bit though yeah yeah because it just makes me wonder if like we saw the same behavior and like the roles were reversed if it was Vincent we're talking about like oh he's bossy I think then with men it almost becomes more of like a oh he's controlling kind of slant but it could also be especially in like a work environment seen as a positive where you know her exhibiting the same behavior in the work environment is like um like you're saying she's a minority woman like whether or not people are understanding that they're coming from a place of bias they might see that as like you're not acting in your place Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. could you know have all sorts of like really subtle and not so subtle repercussions um so yeah it's just i was curious your thoughts on that yeah yeah okay i also think that like she's a particular kind of like when when they keep talking about bossy it's it's a a lot of it it seems to be around one thing and it's being particular like pick up the soap floss like Mm -hmm. go it's like little things where i don't I mean, knock on wood, but like we haven't heard her be bossy about his career yet. You know what I mean? We haven't heard her be bossy about yet. like, <laughs> don't put that shirt on. Like, hey, don't act yeah. that way. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it seems to be bossiness kind of thing centered around maybe being particular about like what you're talking about, Ashley, like how things mm-hmm. may be orderly in their yeah. space, their shirt space. Yeah. I feel like she talked about that too in the beginning that she likes her apartment or whatever to be a certain way and that she likes people to kind of keep it tidy if they're going to be in her space or whatever so mm-hmm. again that's a big adjustment if you're used to living on your own and having things exactly yeah. how you like you're sharing your life with a whole other person now you got to rethink all of that like it's not yours yeah. anymore it's both of yours exactly yeah. exactly so, there's some stuff to learn <laughs> yeah yes also he could he could just be messy and like Gross, but it's it's too early so i think that's not true but it you know it is i mean i've i've had some roommates where i'm like oh you just you just nasty you just the whole house is gross all right cool no <laughs> cool 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 Paige and chris christopher uh or christian whatever his whatever his short um, for the the young man is the worst i would say <laughs> um okay but all jokes aside this was so rough like this episode the, with him was a mixture of like just cringing severe cringing and then being like you know what i'm kind of on your side and it feels weird to be on your side because you're the worst and then proceeded to not be on his side because he was acting like a child. So that was like, for me, I think the emotions I went through with this. Um, And then with Paige, I just feel bad as I think that's basically how every episode goes at this point now. (laughs) Um, So where do we, where do we start? Should, do you guys want to just go straight into the, the ATVs first? the atp's conversation <laughs> that whole, that um, whole thing 
I don't know where it is okay. either. It was just chaos. It felt it like was. a lot of, um, like, they're all on this. <laughs> it just felt weird because it's like everyone's kind of upset, but then they're, like, strapped into an ATV and just, like, being jostled all over the place. Mad and being shaken. <laughs> and then they get to this place and then are just kind of uh, set up so perfectly with the ATVs in the background. And then um, we have, like, this sort of confrontation with Virginia kind of Eric and Clara against Chris and asking him a lot mm -hmm. of questions about how he's going to be handling everything with his relationship with Paige and this new child and what's he going to do about the ex and yeah. asking a lot of really big questions and everyone was um, definitely getting very emotional. Mm -hmm. um, my feeling on it was like, there were certainly times I was like, I don't like if I were Chris, I would be upset too. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know this this big thing has happened and um you know like you're trying to figure out what you're going to do and you're like not handling it well and everyone's pointing out how you're not handling it well not to justify any of his behavior but like i no. you know of course you're gonna be upset and you know i think virginia and clara felt like they were looking out for Paige and trying mm -hmm. to be like an ally to her in some way um, I'm not sure they were as successful at that as they maybe thought they were. Um, so yeah, how did you think that yeah. that situation went? Um, I was like, when they first started the conversation, so I, in my mind, I was like, all right, they're going to ATVs. They're going to have fun. They're just going to let loose and they're going to move on from all the mess that is, you know, <laughs> their relationship right now. And I was like, okay. But then they all, like, so it was first Clara and Virginia talking to Chris out, like, sitting on the ATVs. And then it kind of just, like, turned into the conversation again about, hey, Chris, what are you going to do? How are you going to handle it? And I was just like, so this has been a day since we talked about it again? Like, where is this coming from? You already really exhausted the topic, and it led into an argument the last time. Like, mm -hmm. why bringing it up again and I don't know exactly who brought it up how but like it just seemed like all right you can probably find other things to talk about you I'm sure you don't even know you know his favorite hobby like yeah. I'm sure you can like find anything else to talk about mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and then talk to him about designer shoes He'll, he likes talking about that <laughs> he loves He'll list off all things. the kinds he has it'll take an hour you like Birkin bags Birkin shoes uh, Hermes, no. Hermes. That, uh, the Birkin dog cannot pee on his shoes. He made that very clear. Oh my god! Oh my! I, I was, oh. I was the dog. He's not going to care for, but she's going to care for right. the child. Yes. Yeah, I. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Chris. Well, oh, Chris. So do you want to keep talking Chris. about that? Since I just like derailed us a little bit with that comment. It's or... fine. Uh, before before we switch over to that, because I'm there's so much, but. <laughs> I, so the ATV conversation, um, I think everybody was wrong. Everybody was wrong in the situation. So Chris, how he was wrong, I get that you don't want to talk about this. You're on a reality TV show. <laughs> You're on a reality TV show. They're going to ask this. Like, I, I've read some things where people are like, oh my gosh, look at they're being too nosy. I guarantee you, or I have a strong f inkling that the producers are like, hey, could you talk about each other's relationships? 
There's, and then that's what happened. There's a producer you behind know, the like... camera with a big cue card that says, ask about the baby. <laughs> Virginia's uh, like, okay, got it. <laughs> right. Got it. And her like, all right, got it. Let's do it. Wow. That's her drunk voice. Um, so I, he is definitely wrong. And then after that, like, they were annoying. And I'm with you. They were being annoying. And they should kind of butt out. But then when after the ATV scene where he's like, I am going to make this car ride a living hell. You oh, thought it was God. sweet? Oh. Hilarious. Absolutely. That, like childish. Hilarious. So funny. All right. I want to watch that again. That was just the best. Oh my gosh. And like the, the level of like, I think his strategy was I'm going to insult Virginia over and over again because I don't want to I don't want to I can't fight her I don't want to do that but I'm going to insult her so much that her partner Eric is going to have to do something oh. and I can beat him and like he knows that he can beat him in a fight and logic? Eric knows that he can beat him <laughs> oh yeah oh, this is 100% guy logic oh, my so it's like I am going to like I want to fight somebody but I can't fight you so I will insult you until your man will come over there and then I will then proceed to say, what are you going to do? And then Eric is like, um, we just need to like, we just need to end. It's like, I, I get it, man. I get it. He's bigger. It's, it's a lot. But, you know, pull your pull your lady back and be like, hey, let's let's mm -hmm. do this later. So I think he's definitely wrong. Um, I think Virginia, sorry. Yeah, Virginia and Clara are wrong but they're not as wrong as what a lot of people are saying so like some of the comments i saw were like they got big care and energy from them which is kind of funny it's a very funny line but i don't think that's the case just because we know we've seen this show like if you've watched this show you know there's normally one person that the producers will say hey can you ask them about this and like last season that was um Brandon uh oh shoot what's his name Woody and Amani like Woody and Amani would like be on the table and be like hey Henry how do you feel about Claire uh about Olivia about and like they like, were Christina who is that <laughs> Sorry, Christina oh my, oh, my goodness <laughs> killing we it with the names for weeks <laughs> I don't get gone. too many names. Cue cards for a goo. Like these are their names. <laughs> oh, it'd be so I nice. Meant, but but wow. like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a struggle. It's really bad. Um, and I think people are forgetting that. So like, they're like, "How dare she ask?" I'm like, "You've seen twelve seasons of this show. They always that's what they do." And like the line where he's like, "We're not friends. I don't know you. Why are you acting like?" And that's hilarious. He's right. But every season they do this. Like, they're like, you know what? Like the Woody and Amani again. He's like, I just want to make sure Henry's okay. It's like, you just met him yeah. like a week ago. Calm the fuck down. Okay. You don't know each other like that. So it's funny that he's like calling it out because we constantly see this and everybody plays along. And so I, a little part of me, I love this show. But I enjoy that because it's just meta in a cool way. And I think people are like reading into it too much. They're like, Karen, and there's some Karen energy with them. Like they're just, the producers told them, 
and she's probably a little tipsy and asked a question <laughs> in a very clunky way. Yeah. Um, her joke about, oh, is the baby yours? That's the thing I think that he's upset about. Yeah, and he has every right to be upset about that. That's not, wow, funny, I laughed. That's not okay. You can't, if someone just says my ex-fiance is pregnant, you don't go, is it yours? That's just not, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. So he has every right to be angry and I have a feeling that's what he's angry about. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Is that all your feelings? Hopefully. You're good? <laughs> Hopefully. I think I got all my feelings out on that. So later they have dinner and Chris goes on his apology tour and has a whole speech about how he hasn't been acting like a man of God or however he phrased it. Yeah. Basically was trying to apologize to the group for his behavior and publicly apologize to Paige for his behavior as a husband, which like, I was trying to pay attention to how she was reacting to it. Cause I was like, how does she feel about this? Cause I could give two hex about how Chris is feeling. Like Chris or Paige has been put into this just kind of for no reason. It's just kind of mm -hmm. happened to her, happened around her. Yeah. She's being affected severely and everyone's focused on attacking Chris. Like my instinct would be much more about like, let's do what Paige needs. Um, yeah. But yeah. First of all, like, what did you think of his apology to the group? And let's make a note here that Eric and Virginia have not yet arrived. <laughs> <laughs> there has not been a volcano. Oh my gosh. I mean, during his apologies, like there were parts of it that were, that seemed genuine, you know, public apology. And I don't know how I feel about public apologies. It, it like seems a little more for the crowd than for that person, but um and then in his apology he's even saying like like confirmation for himself like i can't always control what people say to me i can only and it's like so are you making jabs while at the same time trying to apologize and like mm -hmm. are you trying to start the pot like i don't know if that was his way of explaining his actions but it definitely didn't give to the authenticity of the apology i think because it just seemed like a little bit of a, of a write-off. Yeah. It's, it, I think the timing was very unfortunate. I wonder if he would have still apologized if they didn't show up late and tipsy. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're tipsy, that's mean, but if they showed up late, um, and like, I think like even Ryan, you could tell when like the fight was like starting to happen, Ryan's like, okay, Please. let's stop this. Okay. So he was uh, in the process of apologizing mm -hmm. and like a part of me was like, oh, they finally, okay, they stopped it. And then Eric kept on talking and Chris is like, yes, please. oh, okay, no, no, let's, 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 no, no. Tell me how you feel. I was just mm -hmm. like, oh gosh, we're back into this again. Right. That didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> Like when, so I was like looking around. I didn't realize at first that Eric and Virginia hadn't been at the table yet. Same. And like, oh, he's like going around the table, and then I realized they weren't there. He's like, "Oh, yeah. they're, like, they're definitely not getting an apology." <laughs> oh god! And they're gosh. just like rolling down the stairs, giggling. Right. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, what's the topic? I don't want to apologize." <laughs> oh man, the line of "I'm going to make this car ride hell." 
might be one of my favorites <laughs> of the season so far. It's just I thought and like just <laughs> it's so great. That was like mirror image of Brandon from season ten, I think, where he's like, uh, watch yeah. me. Like you you started this. You're gonna <laughs> Look what I can do. And it's in a van. It's in the van. It is it's just like it's these vans. <laughs> Yeah. These fans who can't trust them. It just feels to be like when everyone, I think there's some truth uh, to when someone gets like really, really upset. You see how they were as a kid when they were really upset. <laughs> and I feel like when, <laughs> I feel like Chris was more of the acting out type and Eric was more of the acting out type. And it just, and Ryan was clearly the mediator. Vincent was clearly mm-hmm. the bodyguard that kept everyone safe while they were still mad. Like, and you know, the and girls Jacob's never there. had to fight in their life. So they're just like, <laughs> they say whatever they want. And oh, it was just, it was really yeah. interesting to see all of that play. Cause it's just like, at a certain point, they were all just making noise. Like you just couldn't, you couldn't pick out what anyone was saying. Everyone's just mm-hmm. like, reacting to what they yeah. said one minute ago and like we're all just like there's no there's nowhere to go from there like what do you expect to happen what is the yeah. outcome that you want you want the other one to be like oh my god you're right i'm so sorry like nothing is going to come down from that you have to be the mm-hmm. one like the whole jacob spiel i had earlier about like if either one of them was talking the way jacob does about like his feelings about how Haley hurt in his feelings because she went off without him or whatever like that wouldn't have worked because you can't yell over someone like that. They're just going mm-hmm. to, they're not going to meet you there. So eventually you just kind of come down. So it's just like, yeah, it's just pointless to me. <laughs> like we're all mad for nothing. Nothing's resolved. We're just making everything worse. Like just walk away. Yeah. Walk yeah, away. That's true. But like, even, I don't know. I, I was kind of, so at the table, right? Like everyone was quiet. It seems like there was just, you know, pretend nothing happened kind of thing and just move on. And then, you know, he started to apologize. It kind of made me think, though, that Eric showed up, like, I don't care what, like, and I think it was, like, mm-hmm. Ryan that maybe said that. I can't remember who. Um, but someone, like, even pointed us out. He wasn't there listening to what he was joining because you also showed up late, dude. Like, you in- entered a situation that's already occurring. Maybe take note of, like, what's going on before you kind of, like, give your two cents. But he didn't come there with that idea. He was like, mm-hmm. I have an agenda and I'm going to you know, do he what I can hot. do. <laughs> yeah. But like from Eric's perspective, we, we kind of saw her on Virginia's one-on-one. Like she felt aggrieved and I'm sure she vocalized that too. I'm sounding very professional, but like she was upset. That he and didn't she... defend her like right away or something. Yeah. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know if she, she said that, but like, I think she was, she probably said like, I'm upset. I've never had, like she said, like a man has never talked to me that way before. Like she was saying all those things where if he didn't say something, like, I think he felt like it was his duty to say something as the man, blah, blah, blah. So he, he came into that, like you said, he came into that conversation hot um yeah but that's more about him protecting his manhood than him like yeah being a good partner yeah. or even like resolving <laughs> conflict with a kind of friend acquaintance like 
seriously. The motivation for me, I'm like, I, I don't give a shit about your how confident you are about your manhood. Like, right. be a good person. Right. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I, I went like on a little rant, so I'm trying not to talk too much now. Okay. But I do think Chris is 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 dealing with a lot if what he said is true and he's just finding this out that's a lot to go through and i his point of so one of the scenes he's like what do you mean man up i told her about this that's me manning up yes in a sense because it has been so short but like that's the the bare minimum you can do is to tell her about this. I think the, the where I get confused is, so we know how crappy Chris is because we see the one-on-ones, we see the, the scenes with them together. I wonder how much the other cast members know about these details, you know, like, like, I, I wonder what, what do they know? Do they only, like, have they only seen the scene where he said, he told everyone about it, and then that's it? Like, do they know that he doesn't want to, like, walk her dog, even though he has a baby? Like, all the stuff that, like, we know that we're like, you're the worst. I wonder if they know that. So if they don't know that, and he knows that, and all they know is he has a, a child from his ex-fiance, that could have happened to any of them. You know, if you're if you're doing this without protection, even if you are with protection, there's a chance, right? So any of those people could have been in a similar situation. So if that's the case, I get why he's so upset. But if they do know all these other things, then it's it's he's totally in the wrong for being upset. Like if they know the like I don't find her attractive statement and all this other stuff like if they know that then yeah I think they have every right to want to make sure she's okay and and try to get her opinion so I think that's the thing where we just don't really have that information and I think that would change how I feel about it one way or the other if that makes any sense and we don't have that um I mean, I would assume though too, like where there's a lot of interaction between the couples that we don't we don't see. So even like when they're setting up for scenes, when they're, um, you know, yeah. just grabbing food, or I'm sure like some of them, like we saw like Clara and Virginia having a conversation because Virginia was freaking out about the like I can't have guy friends now thing, um, and they were talking about it. Like I'm sure that is happening on many levels because it's a group of people you're gonna be spending time with and you know you're gonna make friendships yeah. and stuff so i i would assume that this this information is circulating that there is also like other perceptions that they're getting of him through the time they're spending with him through the time they're spending with Paige, like they get yeah. the more of the background view than we ever will and so i don't know i'm i'm kind of hesitant like to give chris the benefit of the doubt after all of this because it's just like <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah. everyone kind of handled it poorly. And to me, it's not like it goes back to like, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. Like if you're just trying to shame Chris in front of everyone, like 
he he's got enough going on that's not going to change the situation that's not going to change his behavior it's just going to create conflict and like that's not helping anything and i don't know i'm i'm curious if you if you guys were like at that dinner table during uh, the apology tour and all of the like things that happen there if you're like one of the people of the couples whatever like what would your instinct be when all that stuff is going down it's like not a um, relationship and all this stuff the first thing is that if i were as upset as eric i was always taught to praise in public punish in private and so i would have at least asked to pull him aside first to be like hey i don't want to yeah. cause a larger scene there's you know something i still want to talk to you about and i still feel like we could address but because like you also put him on, de- on the defense like it's it's yeah, it's literally an attack. <laughs> and now he's in front of everybody. Like, he's going to want to defend himself at least a little bit. Um, that, so I think, like, definitely if I felt like I needed to say something, I would have wanted to show up, pull him aside before we got started to be like, hey, I'd like to have a, a good dinner. Um, I don't want this to be some sort of you know, unsaid thing between us and awkward and whatever. Yeah. I want to put it behind us. And that probably would have done you know, what Clara was doing, honestly. Like, hey, if you want an apology, sure. But it didn't sound like she really, like, she, she would have been indifferent. It seemed like one way or another if she got an apology or not. Yeah. And then just, like, you know, it's, I mean, you're really not long-term, like, long-time friends that you know each other that well. Just, like, move past it. It's not even your business. It's not your relationship. It's not your fiance's baby um it's not your partner's fiance's baby you have no idea what Paige wants because everyone keeps saying they have no idea what Paige wants they just feel a need to stand up for her and it's like yeah. you're projecting what you would want to happen on some other two people you know nothing about and so like i probably would just stay out of it but you too yeah i definitely would have stayed out of it i my personal rules so like in college i had roommates and and friends that i live with and um just like a good group i guess of people and there are some people in our group where they and their partner would constantly fight and then get back together and then constantly fight and then get back together and if you were the person to like hop in when they get back together now you're the bad guy you know, like, it's not, I just, I think it's very difficult to get into the middle of something like that because you don't have all the information, right? Like, you're not the one in the relationship. And um, so, yeah, I would personally, I would mind my own business, you know, and I get that the they're on a show and it's going to be a talking point and and i imagine that's part of the stuff that happened but like if you really like when i think back to that scene brianna and vincent didn't say anything exactly. like they were pretty quiet but they were also ryan was pretty in the quiet background in private yeah the way that you're talking about Mabel. yeah yeah we like they're being that yeah. real like, support system when no one else is really around mm-hmm. yeah and actually seeing like Vincent's conversation with Chris 
And I was like, yeah, no, like we talked about, we weren't gonna, it made me, it, it gave me the, it came across as if they had talked about, all right, let's not talk about this on camera. And Eric and Virginia broke that rule. I, who knows if that's true or not, but the fact that like he said that to him and maybe he was just trying to calm him calm him down but um i just i think something like this you just you gotta let the per let them handle it now if this was a physical if you're seeing that person physically abuse the other person of course definitely like um i think that's a different conversation so i'm not saying like you see him knocking the other person out. Don't do anything. Don't say anything. I hopefully I don't come across as saying that. But um, at this point, it's just like you don't have enough information. Just let them do their thing. Um, what do you think, Ashley? What What would you do, Ashley? <laughs> I think <laughs> if, if I were at that table when things started escalating. Um, I would probably be along the lines of what Ryan did. I tend to be that mediator of trying to like, at least get everyone on the same page of like, just so you know, he just apologized and like try to diffuse as much as possible. And if that doesn't work, then probably just leave. Cause it, it just doesn't feel like a, a mm. space that I would want to be in. Um, but I think yeah. also my instinct would, like I was saying before is like, why are we focusing on Chris so much? Like, I, I appreciate that everyone's instinct is to kind of go for him and like kind of uh, share all their feelings about how they feel like he's doing as a person in this situation. But I, I think it's much more important to focus on Paige um, and see how she's dealing with it because Paige is dealing with a bad situation that came up in this married at first sight experiment. Chris is dealing with, his personal life problems that had been brought into this. So to me, there's much more room to be like, Hey Paige, like, how are you doing? <laughs> Do you want me to go fuck off? I can leave or like, I can sit here and just listen to you or we can uh, sit and look at cat videos for a minute or like, how can I support you? Do you want me to support you? That's fine. Mm -hmm. Like just kind of check in with her and try to like be there for her if she wants or needs that, like she might not. Yeah. And let it be her choice and actually listen to her. It feels no, like everyone's talking right around her, talking at mm -hmm. her, talking for her. Yeah. No one's listening to Paige. No one's asking Paige anything. And like, it could just be an editing thing where we don't see those conversations. I'm sure parts of that are happening, but why aren't we focusing on her? Why isn't she the yeah. priority? Um, so that's, that's where I would go with yeah. it, you know, and just be, try to be a good friend if she wanted that and if not then just be like all right i'm here if you ever need me and leave it but <laughs> this gets hard because <laughs> it's like obviously something that because it's a show they're going to make these kind of conversations happen in some way on camera which exacerbates it and then perpetuates the the issues and you're never going to get resolution this way so no. <sighs> yeah like stressed out just thinking about that yeah. conversation again I'm just like <laughs> again we all get what about the end of the trip for them because when they're packing it seems like hey they were maybe coming around a little bit Paige like keeps like defending him really being like even in the van leaning over the seat and being like hey hey like you know cool it a little bit and then when they pack 
She asks him, "What are you What are you thinking about? Have you two talked about like like what do you want to happen with the baby?" And what did he say? I don't want another man raising my child. And she was like, "Okay, so what does that mean?" And he was like, "Well, we." I've talked about getting back together, or I can't remember if she asked it and he mm-hmm, answered, yeah. but like he eventually admitted it that they had talked about getting back mm-hmm. together. And she walks out, and I'll, and then I was really glad. I was like, yes, him, leave him. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and then she came back, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her, her suitcase yep. was there, so right. she had to. Yep. <laughs> before she slammed the door on him and left. Yeah. Slammed the door. Right, I gotta be so I'm serious. <laughs> I gotta come back. He just seems so blissfully unaware of how his, like, I I think on one hand, it's good that he's being super brutally transparent about what's going on, because at least it gives her full information about the situation so she can make a decision for herself. But he also is not taking into account her feelings at all. It's mm-hmm. like, th- that is not even like a level of, like, a, a little checkpoint of like, all right, I'm about to say this thing. Like, wh- how would Paige feel? <laughs> If I said this thing and then how might I adjust that? Yeah. You know, it's just like blurting out these really hurtful, really big things over and over, over right. and over and over. So this is where, well, you're right. Like Paige, I think the main, the thing I got from this episode was like, Paige is an amazing partner. And I really hope she finds her person just she's been amazing she's been amazing like during that scene in the car like she was trying to defuse the situation during the apology like it feels like obviously i don't know for certain but it feels like she talked to him and said Mm -hmm. hey this isn't okay like we need to we need to correct this and he listened and you know it seems like they prayed or, or they did something and and now they and you know he reached that conclusion and he was apologizing like she has been just amazing this entire episode and that ending scene i think you're right like that was just that was that was very wild to see um i think so i I mentioned this last episode and i still feel this way chris wants to go back with his fiance. And I think because of how this has happened, like he was already iffy on the relationship. Like we know this, he didn't find her attractive and wasn't anticipating someone like her and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's ridiculous. I think she's beautiful, but we know this. And then you find out that your ex-fiance is six weeks pregnant. I just, I don't, like, I don't know who would be in that situation who wouldn't consider going back with their right, right. Exactly. fiance. Like, you cared about this person enough to get engaged, so clearly there's some feelings there, and now you're, and we, he talked about how kids is the legacy and mm-hmm. blah, 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 so he clearly is finds that important in terms of raising his kids. So of course he's going to feel this way. And the and the the main thing that I'm angry with 
with him is that he isn't cutting it off with Paige faster. Like, let her go. Let her, like, you know that this isn't the relationship for you. Like, you can, like, be the bad guy for five minutes and break it off. And then she can then go on and live the rest of her life and find her person. And you can go back to your ex-fiance and child. Like, that's where I get upset. I know a lot of people are upset at him for many reasons. But I think that's the thing for me where I'm like, like, I get it. If I was him in that situation, I wouldn't be in that situation. But if I put myself in that situation, I would probably want to go back. I just, I would. I, if you, like, I find uh, kiddos very important and I would want to make it work. And I know there are ways to co-parent and I know many people are doing that. And that's a thing that is more and more common, but if the person would have me, I would a hundred percent try to go back just for the kid. Um, so I understand why he's doing that. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I just think him not breaking up is the bad part. One thing too, I noticed um, when he was saying at the end to her was that um, apparently there was some point where they blocked each other. Chris and, and his ex-fiance, they had mentioned mm-hmm. that he was blocked on her phone and she was blocking his phone or whatever. And then yeah. they were unblocked and then this phone call came and I'm thinking back to when the wedding night happened and she is unattractive in his eyes and then he unblocks his ex-fiance and finds out that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like It's just a little bit of a sketchy timing for me to be like, Wait, so yeah. maybe she didn't call you out of the blue because if she did call you out of the blue, you wouldn't have known because you had blocked her on your phone, apparently. And then after you get married, you unblock her and you have this conversation with her. Think about going back with her again after you think your wife is not that attractive to you. I don't know. It's just like, yeah. I know. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> that that part yeah. drives me crazy because we're never really going to know for sure all of the details of how things happen. Yeah. So... I'm just kind of like, I mean, I'll take you at your word, but it doesn't seem super solid. <laughs> like I'm, I'm kind of no. squinting at it. There's a level of skepticism there for sure. Um, and then the spiritual attraction, right? And the spiritual attraction. This man, he's made such a big deal about like his attractiveness, or whatever, to Paige, how much he thinks she's attractive, and then. And then you're going to come in with a line about being spiritually attracted to her. Like that feels like such a weird diss almost. It's like, I'm in love with your mind. <laughs> it's like your you don't spirit. want to say. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a R&B lyric. <laughs> like in theory, that's a nice line, but you can't do that after you've said, I don't like, basically, I don't like the outside. I like the inside. <laughs> it just... I don't know. I said, just no girl wants to hear that. Like, it just be honest. If it ain't working, fine. Let's let's pack our bags and move on. But like, yeah, yeah. And like, I I have a lot of respect for Paige as well. She's handling this a lot better than I would. Like, I'm surprised she hasn't gone off on him yet. Like on camera. I know. That's why I can't be on the reality TV. <laughs> but, <laughs> like then. Plantains would have been flying. This is just a joke about Dominican Republic. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the shirt, but it's like a, it's a very cool Dominican shirt. Um, so, like, 
she is so composed with all of this. And I don't know if she's just like checked out, which makes it easier to be composed or what, or if she's like really is composed. But then at the end, she's like smiling that he is giving her this kind of compliment that's spiritually yeah. attractive. And I was like, please don't mm-hmm. take that. And he says, it's not all better now. Exactly. And this is where he's the worst. Like, this is where he's the worst. Like, don't lead her back in. Don't lead her on if you know you're not into yeah. this. Like, that's where, like, you're you're a dick for doing that. You know, yeah. like, I feel like so many times, so many seasons, people just want to avoid conflict and then make it 10 times worse. And that kind of, it's what it feels like is going on here. Like, he doesn't want to be the bad mm-hmm. guy. But you're like the worst now because mm-hmm. of that. It reminds me of the Franz Swanson quote where it's like, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. <laughs> like, stop <laughs> being, having your toes in both yeah. relationships and just make a decision and then kind of come to peace with that. Like, you can't, I, I understand there's going to be a period of time he needs to like figure out what he's going to do, but it, it feels like he's trying to like ride two bicycles at the same time and is just doing a terrible job. <laughs> and like, right. You're going to get hurt. Yeah, they're going to get hurt. Like we're going to have a lot of problems. Like just gently put one of the bicycles down and leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. Exactly. You have to leave it alone. <laughs> you have a little yeah. bicycle now, yeah. the tricycle to take care of. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> this this <laughs> analogy got worse. So, uh... analogy. Yeah. A tricycle. <laughs> Riding this analogy home. My ex bicycle. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Ryan and Clara. Yeah, I mean, like they're pretty much keeping to themselves. They're all about only themselves. Similar to Haley and Jacob, but yeah. Um, Eric and Virginia. It, I also don't like how much they're prying into other people's relationship. Almost like they had this entitled position of oh, I need to care for you and I'm your best friend and I'm the most, person most invested in you. And it's like, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think with them, just it feels like so much of their storylines just feels like people. Like, if you, I feel like a lot of my stories are like this. I swear I don't drink all the time. But like, if you're at a bar and you're a little tipsy, like the amount of times I've had people like hug me, like you're my best friend, man. Like you're awesome. Like I barely know the person. Like we had two conversations at the side of the bar. Like it feels like that's going on with her, where like, you know, she's she's got all these feelings and she's always super close with everyone, even though like they don't really know yeah. you like yeah. that. And on his side, it feels like. He's like, okay, my partner wants to have a good time during his honeymoon. I'm going to join in. But he just, he doesn't drink. He's not, and and he mentioned it for his job. I'm very happy he doesn't. Like, he's a pilot. I'm happy that you, you typically are very sober. That's lovely. Please continue, sir. So bearing that in mind, his tolerance level isn't as high. So like, she's tipsy. But he is like messy. falling asleep drunk. He's messy yeah, drunk. He's yeah, like messy. yeah, yeah. Like that scene where they're like talking. He's like barely holding his eyes up, oh, and then they didn't even have to like you, edit you, that. 
They just left it as is, no. and they just filmed the reactions of all the other guys. It was the best. Like they're going to talk, and he's just like, "Yeah, no, yeah, like you gotta do." Exactly. <laughs> like when you need your arm as a prop to keep you uh-huh. upright, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> time to go to bed. Call it, man. Call it. Tap out. Tap but like out. you know, he felt like he was making really good points. He was just like, "No." No, man. Like, I I get it. <laughs> I feel like he kept forgetting his points because he kept repeating them. Yeah, yeah. He he just can't handle his, and that's fine. Like you know, if you're not a, I feel like if I drank that much now, I don't drink that much anymore. So I would be a mess, and I get it. Um, but I think this is like there. There's, I think he's going to realize this isn't for him when they get back to the real world. And I think she's already feeling that like it's the cutting, the editing they did where he's like, no, everything is fine. And then they cut to her and she's like, yeah, so we have issues. We just haven't discussed it yet. Lovely editors. (laughs) Kudos. Well done. That was hilarious. But I think she also realizes that this just isn't, the the move for her um and i she's mentioned a few different times i think really they're like very different on the political side as well and he seems to be okay with that but she probably has issues with that it seems like like just she's she's constantly repeating that her sister is gay and maybe it's just editing but it feels like she's like hey just so you know this is how i feel this is how I yeah. feel. Like it feels like she's trying to make it very I clear. Get why people are so... so eager to out the people in their life all the time? They have to come out. Like, you ever notice this? If you like, I had one, like a friend of a friend who I hung out with for one day, and she was just like talking about her work and was like, "Yeah, my one, um, my one coworker, she's a lesbian. She brings in the best cookies." And like that's all she wanted to say, and I was like, "Are you just trying to tell me you know a lesbian?" <laughs> like, why? <are> like, <laughs> I see sorry, that as like similar to like, "Oh, I'm a black friend," so like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm woke. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I I'm good. Did it. I'm good. Not racist. You can tell. <laughs> Proof. Racist over. Racism done. Let's call it. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we got it. Yeah, yeah. I just that's hilarious though. She's a lesbian, but she makes great cookies. Yeah, and I'm Are like, they you're gay? Just trying to me. It's just a big I rainbow of mine. cookies. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. So, so, yeah. So, right, Eric, and and I I agree. I mean, like I do kind of I see them lasting through the um, decision day just because like they have too much going for them. They've talked about their physical attraction. At least, like, he is, you know, he's drinking. I mean, he's on vacation. He did mention when he gets back to work, it's going to be different. But, like, you know, hey, when they're in the- Please do so. Yeah, please. Fingers please crossed. keep all of our... No one our, fly, our ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, he's just, like, going with it right now. He's trying to lean into who she is. You know, hey, she wants a drink? Cool, let's have a drink. And, but, like, every single time, almost, it seems like he's kind of mentioning, hey... This is a concern that may pop up later for me. I'm trying to go with the flow now. She's like defensive and like, don't change me. I, I'm a problem with that. I'm not okay with that. And it's like, whoa, now, like he did, he did not mm-hmm. tell you 
to wake up, wake up to be a different person. He's just bringing up a possible concern. And so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think, honestly, after this whole episode, I was just like, oh, I don't care about Erica and Virginia anymore. Mm, <laughs> they just yeah, feel same. very immature, like emotionally immature, where I think it was when they were having breakfast in their hotel room the morning after the big like dinner fight with the whole group or whatever. And they're talking about it and um, just going over what happened. Like, no, he was totally like, whatever, whatever. And it was, it was the most like college or high school conversation I've ever heard coming from two grown ass adults. And I was just like, you guys aren't even Mm -hmm. like, this is, I, I just, they're, I'm not, I'm not here for this. Like, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, you're not yeah. even close to being at the, like, maturity and communication level to, like, really address this in a, in a good way where it's going to be resolved and that you're going to learn from it. Like, you're so set in yeah. your opinions and, like, just really not, not sitting with it for a moment to be like, how did that go? Mm-hmm. Like, how did I behave? Am I okay with that? Like, how did other mm. people react to how I was behaving? Like, there's no sitting with it. And it's, mm. I just, I felt okay about them before. But after this, I'm just like, eh, I think I'll focus more on the other couples, if I'm being honest. I'm 100% with you. Like, they, they feel like the couple who, like, was just yelling at each other in the bar. And then they're, like, making out on the <laughs> dance floor. And then they're, like, yelling they, like, at each other again. You they're making out. Yeah, and then you're just like you. You guys are gross. Like it's this is a dance floor. Why are you making out on the floor? This floor is sticky, I gross. Not- like I hate you. Leave me alone. Yeah, like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. Like it's just I don't care. I, and I think I'm with you. A lot of people are probably going to feel that way because it's just, it's childish. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's no substance yeah. there. It's yeah. all yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. And they, but I mean, they're also kind of leading into it like that. Like it, it, for them, it's like carefree to just like go with like the spectrum of their relationship a little bit. Um, and like we keep seeing examples of how this, I mean, she's also mentioned like she's had like daddy issues. And so, and, and he also has this, I don't, I don't even know what to call it, but like he sometimes gets into this parent mode where he's like, I've been married before. I, I know what it's like. And, and I'm thinking like, wait, didn't you say your marriage was literally just for paper so that you two could live together on base? Like, mm-hmm. so wait, you can't like thank, use marriage as no, it wasn't a real marriage. And then use marriage like no, it was a real marriage. Like, which yeah. one is it? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, the fact, so he said that. And then she's like, oh, so how long were you married? He said six years. I'm like, that's not a, on paper marriage, sir. That's a real marriage. Six years, like one year one year two years oh okay you guys just wanted to continue to date and you were traveling and that's it's a very i it's not as uncommon it's not as uh, uncommon as you would think i think a lot of people do that in that situation six years you, you guys were married you guys were married i don't want to hear that no yeah so, it's hard to believe yeah, like on year six that. they're both just like you want to hang out tonight like you want to come over <laughs> I'm like no <laughs> y'all were living together y'all were like your lives netflix were merged yeah. like <laughs> they're yeah. netflix and chilling year six of marriage and it's just like ah we don't want to chill yeah. anymore we'll break up yeah i am i do feel a little bad because i think he looks like all the stuff we're saying childish surface level all this stuff i think that's 
because he's trying to like placate like and and connect with his partner i think if he was paired with a different person we would be seeing a very different side side of him i agree um and and with her too like i think if she was paired with someone who was maybe a little bit more of her perspective we would view that as oh that's the funny couple oh that's cool they da 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 and right now it just feels like like they're doing Jaeger bombs in the pool cool (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah they're definitely not staying together (laughs) or or they could oh that would be gross I think they're gonna stay together I unfortunately do No. Which again makes me mad because I'm like, I don't want to spend any time with them. So like, can we please just fast no. forward their scenes? <laughs> That's mean. I just, no. I'm just not really interested. I do think she's going to have to do the breaking up. I think he's like, he's like, yo, you're, yeah, like he's not breaking this up. Like she has to be the one to say no more. Yeah, Maybe this is one of those couples where like the whole does. season, you're like, why are you together? Why are you together? What's going on? And then on decision day, they're just like, we're going to do it. And then they stay together forever. <laughs> this is going to be. Oh, we all know situation. relationships like that, though, where it's like, uh, is, is this what you said? <laughs> mm-hmm. You sure? You sure? <laughs> you good? You can leave. Yeah, you know you can twice. leave, right? I'll start. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Any other big thoughts from this episode? This is a wild ride. That's what I saw. It was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. That that that's what the episode should have been called—a mess, <laughs> a complete a mess. mess. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you for joining us. This has been a lot. <laughs> thank you for hanging in there with us as we have gone on a lot of tangents. Yeah. Um, editing this will be yeah. very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, please go join us on Instagram at Cup of Three Podcast. We post clips uh, from the this show, and we post a lot of memes and and different things that are very funny. So please go check us out there. We are on both YouTube and podcast apps. And yeah, join us next time as we're covering episode seven, where we'll see them moving back home and living together in these new places and quarantining together because we're still in a pandemic, despite what it appears to be. <laughs> And we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So yeah. thanks. Thanks yeah. for joining us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.